Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome to this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 270 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live here from Earth's Fan Cave, where the Raiders suck. Ah, uh, <laughs> man. Anyways, uh, welcome to episode number 270 of Raiders Fan Radio. It is your buddy Murph, back once again, uh, live from Murph's Fan Cave, ready to talk about this football team that uh, we all love. Man, rough times, Raider Nation, but we're going to get through it together. Lighter side journey into the dark side is what we call it around here, and we will try to find something positive. We'll try to find something, you know, I don't know. We'll find something. We got each other. That's always a good thing, right? We've got each other, and, uh, you know, Raider Nation is undefeated. The team sucks. Uh, we've been let down. We've been we've been duped uh, once again, but this time I think more so than, than in previous versions of it, but we'll get to it all. We'll talk about it. Uh, appreciate everybody joining us here tonight or joining me anyways for this podcast selfie. You guys know, I don't love a podcast selfie, but 
We have so many voicemails to get to tonight, so we're just going to go ahead and call this a Sea of Fans show. I do have a couple of audio things to get to, but we're just going to pretty much jump right into Sea of Fans and uh, and listen to all your amazing voicemails this week, your amazing phone calls this week, and uh, and if and if you want to participate with the Sea of Fans mailbag, you can call the show at any time at 909-345-3346, uh, or you can send us an email at show at Raiders fanradio.com and you could become the next made man or made woman and uh hey we're thinking about rolling out a new service you pay eight bucks a month and you can get made yeah um anyways I'm, that's a joke all right so um uh also you can join the show and participate in the show uh by jumping into the most amazing chat room in all of sports and that is in the RFR chat room every Wednesday night at 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern and in there tonight at, at youtube.com slash what is it? YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, you can uh, jump in there and chat with our good friends, PSP Raiderette, Daniel Mangus, Ron the Materator, uh, Michelle Sweat. She says, I got your back, Murph. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Paul Edgerton is in there. PSP Raiderette is in there. Big Shane. Big Shane. Much respect, Big Shane. Coming through big for the One Nation Foundation. That is our nonprofit. Uh, Big Shane came came through with a very considerable donation to the nonprofit this week. Got us well past our goal uh, of ten thousand dollars, and uh, and we're going to send him that Invicta watch that we were we were uh, we were showing you guys last week. And so, congratulations to Big Shane, and appreciate him and his generosity so very very much. Uh, let's see, Vibrator, that's my baby Valerie's in there. Uh, let's see, Tyrone Graves is in there. Unholy Raider Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Paul Edgerton killed Jadis. Good to see you, kill Jadis. Uh, so many of our good friends are in there. And again you can join everyone uh aaron denning animal mother we got a call from animal mother tonight appreciate you uh uh <laughs> animal mother lala meloso is in there <laughs> he says eight dollars you take ebt <laughs> we might oh my gosh anyway so uh, so good to see all of you in there we appreciate you also very very much all right so uh also uh you can join the show those all those ways i just told you but you can also listen to the show you can subscribe by any, any audio podcast uh, by any audio podcast service, just by searching Raiders Fan Radio. Just type it into your into your search uh, bar there, and Raiders Fan Radio will pop up. And we just ask that you hit the subscribe, uh, hit the rate, hit the review. You know, five stars, all that good stuff. Uh, it helps with the algorithm and helps us uh, raise advertising dollars because with those advertising dollars, we give it all to our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. And uh, also, we are sponsored in that case by our good friends at, at Just Blog Baby and Fansided, who uh, who sponsor our podcast. And we could not be more appreciative of their partnership and their support uh, on the audio version of the podcast. All right, so this is episode 270 of Raiders Fan Radio. And my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff, who is absent tonight, along with Michelle, of course. So that's what I'm just, I'm just in here with the just me and the me and the crickets here. Uh, but you all, you all are here in the chat room, and so I'm thankful to have you here with me. Uh, anyway, so Swag Jeff takes our episode number, which in this case is 270, and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. So at the top of the show here, let's check in with Swag Jeff and what uh, is significant about the number 270. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swag Jeff with Raiders Fan Radio coming at you with episode number 270 of Raiders Fan Radio. So each and every week I take a significant moment within Raider Nation related back to the episode number. And this one, uh, we're going to go back to 1978. So we're going to be talking about Mark Van Egan, who that season rushed for 1,080 yards and nine touchdowns. This was the only the fifth time in Raider history that a running back would run for over 1,000 yards. And he did it three of those times, 76, 77, and 78. 
But so in 1978, 1,080 yards, nine touchdowns, Mark Van Egan ran the ball 270 times. Have a good show. Praying for everybody after the, all this devastation within Raider Nation and being two and six and all that stuff. But keep your chin up, guys. Let's just have fun and, you know, go Raiders. <laughs> That's pretty much it, Swag Jeff. Uh, good one there, Swag Jeff. Appreciate it. Good stuff there about the legendary Mark Van Egan. And, uh, yeah, F it. Go Raiders. Like, what else are we going to do, right? So, uh, absolutely. So, appreciate you, Swag Jeff. A uh, bunch of folks in the chat room. Uh, our buddy Bam Raider is in there, president of Music City Raider Nation. They got a watch party going on at Dave & Buster's this weekend. So, if you're uh, inclined and you're in the uh, uh, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee area, and you want to go watch Music City Raider Nation, go uh, check them out there at Dave & Buster's. All right. Uh, also, uh, Cody is in there. Uh, <laughs> Cody said... Uh, uh, football was dumb. I, I agree. I agree. And it's, and that's become one of my favorite things to tweet now. Is it like after the, after a football game, after a Raider game is that football was dumb. And you could tweet that all of the entirety of the football season, other than two weeks and the four weeks of the preseason. Remember the preseason we were undefeated. That was cool. All right, let's get to some contact info and then jump in here to the top of the show and give a little bit of respect. Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tuck. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. That's <laughs> not hard when you're in here by yourself. Uh, anyways, we, we appreciate all of you that are joining us live tonight uh, on the YouTubes, including Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, who very kindly uh, dropped a 1911 donation in there. We appreciate you, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. 100% of the money that you give us uh, goes to the One Nation Foundation. That's our nonprofit that we founded, and uh, we're going to uh, we're gonna proudly uh, give a check on behalf of the listeners of the Raiders Fan Radio audience to the Blitnikoff Foundation for a check for $10,000. We're getting ready to give that uh, next week. That will be it next week. Next month at the Bolitnikoff uh, Crab Fest. And so we, we appreciate you all very much. And any, any of the direct donations or anything else that uh, you do to help us raise money around here, uh, we give all that money away through our nonprofit. So thank you very much, Aaron, for kicking off that tonight. And that's going to start in uh, that. Hey, that's officially the first one. 
for 2023. That's going to be weird because now we're into the new year uh, in terms of our, our season of fundraising. And so that will kick off that. And so we appreciate you very, very much, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. And everybody else that's in the chat room tonight, I'm going to be shouting out the chat room a ton tonight uh, because, again, I'm in here. I'm in here in the fan cave alone, so I'm going to be shouting out all my good friends in the chat room. Uh, Swag Jeff, what's up, Swago? Uh, Foxy Scorpio is in there. Kill Jadis. Paul. Matthew Mangus. PSP Raiderette. Uh, let's see. Bam Raiders in there, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Mojo uh, is in there. Tider Raiders in there. What's up, Ty? Uh, Al's Ghost is in there. What's up, Al's Ghost? And I uh, appreciate you all so very, very much. Uh, Cody Thompson is in there. Uh, gosh, so many. Uh, it was, what was it? PSP Raiderette. Oh, she said she may need the chicken. The trust chicken is hanging up here behind me. I think we all do. I think we all need the freaking trust chicken tonight. So anyways, let's, let's go ahead and jump into some respect. Uh, but let's see, what do we want to do first? What do you want to do first, chat room? You want to talk about Pendejos or you want to give some respect? Like, I don't ever want to like end on a, on a, uh, on a low note, but I don't want to start on a low note either. So what are you guys feeling? Let me let you guys help me co-produce this dang show. We want to start off with some knuckleheads and we want to start off and we give some love. Let's see. Oh, come on. Next, first comment in there. We'll go off of that. Uh, let's see. Respect. Paul says we're going to go with some respect. So absolutely. We appreciate you, Paul. Murph. Swaggy J. Nation. It's time for a little respect. You know, Respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. I'm a respect here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so we appreciate you. So very, very, very much uh, for joining us here live tonight. And uh, all right, so a lot of people wanted me to choose violence, and they're like, go with the pendejos. But the, but the, we got a lot of the respect on the top, so we're going to go We're gonna go some respect. All right, so here's where I want to start off. And don't get me wrong, we'll get the pendejos too. Uh, but to start off by giving a little bit of respect, I want to give respect to a guy that I've been following for a long, long time, I believe he's still at the San Jose Mercury News. Um, And, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm from San Jose, California originally. It's where I was born and raised, started this whole Raider fandom journey. Uh, I now live in uh, just outside of of Nashville in Middle Tennessee and brought my Raider fandom with me. But um, but yeah, but San Jose, born and raised. So anyway, so always really enjoyed Jerry and his reporting and being such kind of a long-term guy. Never really like you, you, you find nowadays right especially with the beat writers when the raiders left they were little sour grapes they take shots i'm not talking you know i don't want to specify any names in particular paul gutierrez vic tafer but like you know i don't uh, but some of some guys were still able to maintain like they're kind of like you know not go, go all tim kawakami and still be able to like maintain like an even keeled approach to reporting on the team and jerry was one of those guys and so d- jerry now while is his reporting is I don't want to call it less relevant, but it's less uh, on the forefront than it used to be since the Raiders have been in Vegas. But I want to give him some respect, and here's why. Jerry McDonald, on his Twitter this week, writes this. As while everyone else is looking to kick our dead bodies, right? Jerry is the guy that came out and lifted us up. I mean, as toxic as a place as Twitter can be, this is what Jerry puts out there. He says, here's to Raider fans. I honestly don't know how they do it. 
Respect to a group that gets nothing back except repeatedly getting kicked in the teeth and they hang in there anyways. Hope the same brotherhood and sisterhood exists in Vegas as it did in the Coliseum parking lot. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you so much for that and so much respect. That is like... You know, to have a guy that's that's been around this thing forever and to have him recognize, like, what a grind this is to be a Raider fan and not use it as an opportunity to go all, you know, whatever, like so many other people do and go top rope and try to, like, you know, again, kick us when we're down. Jerry, like, lifts us up. And so thank you, Jerry. Thank you for that respect. Um, we, You know, I, I can't I – because can't, it's – like, this season – Guys, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna freaking you know kind of ramble here for a second, but bear with me. It's heartbreaking. Like this has been the tough. Actually, I'll say this. This is kind of brings me in my second tier of respect or second point of respect. Everybody that's hanging in there, like hang in there. Like it's this season is damn heartbreaking. It we were set up with the highest of expectations going into this season. And I'm talking about within the context of your sports fandom. I'm not talking about in real life. Like, in real life, I my life could be better. But in terms of my sports fandom, in terms of the Raiders, I'm heartbroken. It sucks. So it's within context. Please note that when we kind of we talk about our feelings here. <laughs> it's all within context. It's all within the sports lens, okay? It's heartbreaking. So we we were a playoff team last year, as you guys clearly know. And then we did nothing but build on what we had set the precedent in the prior year. So we had no reason to not expect this team to be improved. At a minimum, equal, nowhere on the radar, when one single Raider fan, did you have two and six on your radar? I promise you, you didn't. And so many people outside of Raiders fandom didn't have that on their radar. So to now be let down the way that we have been, it's freaking heartbreaking. And like, I, here's, I guess we just kind of jump in the, we're going to run all this stuff together. Cause here's, I'm going to talk about some Padeos too. Cause I'm going to talk about some people that like took a run against that sentiment. Pendejo. 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 All right. Anybody that when we say things like that and your response, I don't know, Camaro guy 69 or whoever the hell you are on Twitter and otherwise, and when your response is, well, the Raiders are going to suck anyways. No one was picking the Raiders. They weren't a favorite in the AFC. Why are you getting your feelings hurt? They were going to suck. That's bullshit. Not only did Raider fan expect them to be better, but there were plenty of media pundits, Rich Eisen carrying the freaking crossbone banner for us the whole way through. There were plenty of people that said the Raiders were going to be better than they were. And very for very founded, well-thought-out reasons. 
Like, so don't give me that crap about like, oh, no one backed the team. Who's picking them to win the AFC? I don't know. Tons of people. There are people picking us to win the division. There were people picking us to win playoff games, to make a deep run. Like, don't make them make this sound like it's just like, oh, Raider fan in some delusional world. Like, that's not what this is. And we aren't coming off a 2-14 and 14 season. And we aren't coming off like some dysfunctional ass, you know, bed and breakfast offense with Tom Walsh or Norvin Turner leading the squad or like what we're not talking about those versions of the Raiders where maybe we did pump ourselves up a little bit too much maybe we did pump up Dennis Allen and his selfie and his freaking visor a little too much back in the day that's not what this is we've got the playoff team kicking ass four games in a row then almost beating the team that goes to the AFC uh, that represents AFC in the freaking Super Bowl. You add Chandler Jones, you add Anthony Averett, you add Deron Harmon. Raiders didn't do enough on defense. Bullshit, they didn't. Bullshit. Rock your sin. We did plenty on defense. Signed up Denzel Perryman. Locked up freaking Max Crosby. Brought in Chandler Jones to lock up. The, we did plenty on defense. But what, 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 what are we, where do we fail? I don't know. A guy that's PG2? I don't know. We'll get into all that later. But point being, though, we had this electric offense that only got better. Oh, yeah, we had the best wide receiver in all of football. No, oh, yeah, we, we locked up Hunter Renfro. Oh, yeah, we locked up. So, like, we did all these things, all these things. So don't give me that shit that the expectations were unfounded, that we were, like, just coming out of nowhere with this being delusional Raider fan. I know what delusional Raider fan is. I've been that guy, too. And so have you, Raider Nation. That's not what this was. So get off of that stupid pendejos and that level of criticism is lame. And to respect all of you that are still hanging in there with your fandom when we're down bad. We're down as bad as we can get. And you know what's going to suck is when we get down bad even worse next week. Because guess what? Jonathan Taylor's coming back for the Colts. Guess what? Their defense is ranked like in the top three in a lot of different statistical categories. Guess what? It's going to be a rough go at Allegiant Stadium. And I feel bad for those of you that are, well, I don't feel bad you're going to a Raider game because Raider games are great no matter what. But I feel bad for the freaking product you're getting ready to see because we might just lose this game. Like, and that's not even that's not being me being like skies falling like oh no like you know whatever sad sacking you know but I'm I really do I think there's a really good shot that we freaking lose at home against the Colts like when I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters I, I, it's just insane to me that that's where we're at in this season so anyways all right I'm gonna dismount the soapbox I'm gonna move on from this uh, and you know what I'll I'll say one last little thing here. Something ran up against me the wrong way this week, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out here because he's a good friend of ours, and so I, and I and I think that his feelings are in our friendship is enough intact where I can say it. We have a little message amongst some of the some of the folks, and our good friend Big Raider Trucker put out a, a, a comment was basically like you know you need to stop drinking the Kool Aid, like you need to you need to move on, Murph. You need to understand and embrace what the Raiders are. Look, I do. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid, which it's flavor aid, anyways. But I'm not, that, that's not the case. What, I, what my point to him and, and to others were is that it's easy for us to go, the Raiders suck the end. You could say the Raiders suck every year since 1983, and you only would have been wrong two or three times. Like, think about that. It's not a great take. Like, and this, this, isn't, this isn't a shot at, at, at BRT. This is just a, as an overall. It's not a hard take to have. 
Like, that's easy, low-hanging fruit. You're not a freaking take wizard by saying, oh, the Raiders are going to suck. Yeah, we know. We see them suck every single year. Like, that's not, you're not inventing anything new. What's hard is to be a Raider fan and find something to be positive about. Because, look, I'm a fan of the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. I can't do anything about Rich Passaccia being gone. I can't do anything about the draft of Mike Mayock and John Gruden. I can't do anything about Jack Del Rio not being able to hold the locker room together. I can't do anything about the Raiders leaving the Bay Area and moving to Vegas. I can't do anything about that. All I can do is look for things in the current version of the Raiders and then try to find something to root for. Because guess what? I'm a fan. So I want to try to find things to be a fan of. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not pretending like it's something that it's not. But if I can find a bright spot and go, oh, that might be something cool that we can like latch on to. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with the idea of like, yeah, I know, like, look, you know, Derek Carr can't do this or Derek Carr can't do that. But here's something that he might do well. I heard, you know, whatever. Like, and look, and there's few and far between. I've used Derek as the example, but it's not like there's a bunch of things for us as fans to go like, oh, that's a thing, or that's a thing. Like, that's a, like, that's something to be excited about. Like, anybody excited about Hunter Renfro? Anybody excited about Darren Waller? Anybody excited about Chandler Jones? Like, ain't a lot to be excited about. So don't fault me nor any other Raider fan for trying to find something to root for. Like, because I'm not going to not watch. I'm going to watch. I watch every snap of every single football game the Raiders have ever played since I don't know when. Like, longer than I can remember. So, and even on the ones that I can't watch it live, I would go back and watch. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm in for this thing. I'm, we tattoo that shield on our bodies. We hang this shit in our house. We wear it on our chest. Like, this is what we do. So, I'm going to find something to root for. I'm not going to, like, just go, oh, well, pack it in. I'm done. No, that's stupid. So, anyways, like... That was just a callous. The whole that whole rant is not directed entirely at Big Raider Trucker. It's just more of a vent on like kind of how this whole thing has happened and looked so far. So, anyways, I'm gonna shut up. I'm like rambling my ass off over here. But I appreciate you, Raider Nation. Hang in there. We may be the damn laughing stock in the league, but we're not automatons. We're not brainwashed losers with priapism for the freaking Raiders, right? But we just look for reasons to get excited. Look for something to root for. So, all right, I'm gonna take a breath and let's get a break. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. This is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Anybody else smell burnt toast? All right, so hey, hey, appreciate you, uh, everybody that's there in the chat room tonight. Appreciate Big Boy Mario's in there. Trinidad's in there. Mark Rivera's in there. LV Maximus is in there. Says, hell, we could be Charger fans. That's right, exactly. PSP Raider Rep. 
Uh, Mojo is in there. F it, go Raiders, brother. Uh, Atticus B. Rockin is in there. Frankie Mosqueda, Michelle Sweat, Lala Melosa, Rogue Code, Bam Raider, Mr. Wilson. Uh, appreciate all of you so very, very much. Uh, Buddha is in there. Aaron Q Dog Raider, of course. Uh, PC is in there. I uh, appreciate you all very, very much, Bial, uh, for your support of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, there's the respect. There's the pendejos. Now let's get to... Uh, Let's get to some truth in the media. Uh, we always uh, feature a little bit of media coverage. I've just got a few audio bites for you tonight, uh, but let's go ahead and kick this thing off. I thought this was a very interesting point um, brought up by D'Angelo Hall, who Raider fan clearly remembers is the guy that Al Davis signed to come in and play cornerback for us, and no one bothered to ask him if he could play man coverage. Uh, um, he was just a zone specialist, and he was great as he was. But anyways, uh, point being, though, is that there's been a lot of talk around, especially contrasting uh, Josh McDaniels and Rich Passaccia and, and, and looking at their coaching styles and the way that Rich has been profiled as a leader of men. And we know that because we've heard that from guys inside the locker room. Um, so we know what Rich Passaccia was. When you look around the greatest coaches in the NFL right now, they all have one thing in common. They're all leaders of men. Um, you know, Belichick, I know, is like the poster, you know, for the best coach in the NFL um, I think with mixed results since Tom Brady departed, but you know, that, that, that presentation that you see of him in a press conference is different from what he's like in the building. And you hear that from his ex players all the time. They talk about how like, he's like the funniest guy in the room and like that, like what he presents at a press conference is not the Bill Belichick that you get. And the Bill Belichick that you get is a, is a good leader. You know, you look at like a Mike Tomlin, you look at like a now Bob Sala, right? Um, Brian Dable, you look at like the, the, the coaches that have success in the NFL consistently or the new ones that have come in, they're all great leaders. Like that's what they have more in common, much more so than their ability to call plays or do whatever. So anyways, let's check in with D'Angelo Hall because he basically is pointing out that exact thing. Adams, Jones, you know, you bringing in all of these great players. I assumed that this team would just take the pick, next step, pick right back up where right. they left off at, take that next step. But, you know, it's so many stories I heard about Josh McDaniels' tenure in Denver that kind of showed me or, you know, helped me understand why that team in Denver wasn't successful. And, I, I, you know, I don't want to say it all because, you know, I, I'm not in that Raiders locker room, but I'm interested to kind of see what comes out of that building as the season continues to go because it's something, something's not right in that building. As a, as a former player, you just kind of know. And hearing Derek Carr, a guy who I respect in this league, who's done quite a bit in this league, you know, ha have that to say. Which he didn't really say a lot, but he said a lot no, by not a saying ton. a lot. He said exactly. a ton. And Josh McDaniels is going to have to answer. It's going to be the story for a while. Yeah, yes. he's going to have to answer press conferences. But let's remember, with McDaniels, he was in his early 30s. Then, yeah. Right. He was yeah. in his early 30s. Mm -hmm. Then he decided not to take that indie job mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. Now he's got another crack at it. We thought, okay, the kid's matured. He went back, worked under Belichick a little while, and we think, okay, so this is going to work, and it has blown up. And I'm going to tell you this: just because you can call plays, sometimes it doesn't mean you mm -hmm. can lead men. When you're a head football coach, you are a CEO. You have to be able to lead and manage men and relationships and, you know, just be able to pull and tug when you need to certain guys. That's a that's an acquired skill to be yeah. able to understand who needs what. All right. So there he is. There's D. Hall and Chris Rose, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's it. I think ultimately that at least until like I've been saying this for a little while now, too, or the past few weeks, anyways. Until we have a reason to believe otherwise, until the optics change, until the output is different then these theories and these comments are going to be valid. Like, and that's the thing is that like, give us a reason Raiders to not 
believe that idea that Josh McDaniels might be an offensive whiz, but he's not a leader of men. And in order to be an effective coach in the NFL, you have to be. Can you be both? Sure. But I think one overrides the other because you can be a leader as a head football coach, and then you can hire a coordinator to come in and be your freaking wizard on calling plays and whatnot. You know what I mean? So like there's, there's, there's ways to accommodate that. I don't think you can be effective as a head coach again, not to pick on Norvin, but I will, but like Norv Turner was one of the best offense coordinators in the history of the NFL. And one of the worst head coaches in the history of the NFL, Mike, like. Sometimes those skills that you have at that one thing don't translate when you move up the ladder a little bit. And maybe you're just really good at this one thing and not so great at the other. So anyways, um, all right, next up, let's check in with, again, talked about him earlier. He was kind of been the flag bearer here for the, for Raider nation in terms of national media. Uh, and, uh, let me see if I've got his like, uh, where's it at here? Oh, I wish I had swag Jeff here to do all this stuff. Oh, well, oh, I'll find it here in a second. But anyways, oh, this one here. Oh, my, my, my buddy Murph. He's not just consistent. He's a man of his word. Thank you, Rich Eisen. And so let's check in with Rich Eisen as he talks about the Raiders. And uh, unfortunately, it's time. A lot good, fellas. He's got to turn his back on us. Why'd you get those serious? <laughs> because my reputation is at stake. <laughs> well, that's your fault, Rich. That's your fault. We tried to help side. you, man. We tried to help you. I did all I could. Felt it in my bones when yeah. Devontae Adams went to the Raiders. I felt it in my bones when Chandler Jones went to the Raiders. I was and the way the, rain the Raiders finished up their season, and I figured Josh McDaniels 2.0 wouldn't look like Josh McDaniels 1.0. As a matter of fact, Josh McDaniels 1.0 actually, what, won six of his, his first six games as a Denver Broncos coach Weren't back they in the undefeated? day? Undefeated? They beat the Pats? Dude. This has been an unmitigated disaster, and I have stuck with this team. I kept picking them on game day morning, and I was kept I kept saying, okay, so them winning the AFC West, not happening, and without a doubt, the worst take I've had in the eight-plus years of this show. But I oh. stuck with them, thinking that maybe they could turn it around, maybe they could turn it around, and at least make a run for the wild card, because you see what Josh Jacobs can do running the ball, and Waller's been hurt. And Devontae Adams caught two touchdown passes. They're up 17-0 in Jacksonville yesterday. But they blew it. And the autumn wind, I am done with. Okay? Turn down the music. Turn down the music. And I love these guys on this team. And I'm, 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 I, I love Max Crosby. And I love what some of these guys did last year. But... To quote Goodfellas. Now i got to turn my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Paul. Now i got to turn my back. Yeah. Now i got to turn my back on you. That's just because I'm not going to go down. I'm not going to sit in NFL take jail the rest of my life. It's too late, baby. Just because you can't get your act together. NFL take jail. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? That's what Paulie was telling Henry Hill. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die in jail because of you. Now I gotta turn my back. Now I gotta turn my back on you. <laughs> that was when he was uh, chopping garlic, right? No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's when movie. Henry goes to medical. Yeah, yeah, he's asked for help. That's right. That's right. I just blew another 17 point lead, Paulie. Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. 
You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Fan Radio. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, I appreciate everybody that's joined us here live in the chat room at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Paul is in there. Rogue Code is in there. Aaron Denning, uh, Animal Mother is in there. PC is in there. Uh, let's see, PSP Raiderette. Mojo is in there. It says buffoons. I can't wait to get the buffoons later. Uh, Al's Ghost is in there. Tide Raider. Hooligan Nation is in there. Zulu Raider is in there. Mile High Raider is in there. Behind Enemy Lines. What's up? Uh, Michelle Sweat. Atticus B. Rockin'. Tyrone Graves is in there. Frankie's in there with a $2 donation. Says all those coaches could beat up McDaniels. I guess he's talking about all the coaches that I mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what, though? But here's another one. Mike McDaniel couldn't. I'd take Josh McDaniels in that. Uh, in that uh, what was it, the, old, the old thing? The celebrity death match? If there was a celebrity death match between Josh McDaniels and Mike McDaniel, I would take Josh McDaniels. But if it came to who had who would I bet my mortgage or my life on to win a freaking football game as a head coach? Mike McDaniels got the attention of his team. They're playing well. There's another guy. Again, I mentioned first-year guys that are good leaders, and he's a goof. Have you guys seen Mike McDaniel in a press conference yet? He's like, he's really nerdy. Like, he's kind of goofy, but he's funny, and he's engaging, and he's smart, and like, he's got the locker room. I mean, the the freaking Dolphins are playing really well. Ah, jeez. All right. Anyways. All right, let's... um, Let's move in, move from one disappointment to another. Um, let's talk about Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr in his press conference post the game had this to say. You know, I think uh, there's a lot I want to say, you know. Then um, say it. But if I'm honest, I don't need to say it here. Yes, you, you know? do. Um, you know, and there's things that, that will be said. There are things that need to be addressed and all those things. But I think for as a whole, the urgency part of it that after 30 minutes of football, we have to learn that the game is not over. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've uh, you know been in this situation a lot where um, you know new 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 coaches or this or that, and you have to you have to teach the new guys like this is how we do it, and this is the mentality, and this is and and that gets uh, tiring, uh, but at the same time, it's my job. So um, you know, there's there's some of that. So I'll say I'll say that right now. Why can't you, what is so precious that you can't say? What is this thing that we're protecting? Like, yes, I understand like, you know, locker room code. I understand those types of things, but I don't, what I don't understand is the unwillingness from Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, Derek Carr, anybody else that takes the podium to take direct accountability for the dog shit play of this football team. I don't understand it. Why is it that you can't be forthcoming and say, we screwed up, we blew it, we're terrible, sorry to the fans? What like why can't you just own it? I, I don't understand. No, we're gonna we're, we're gonna oh, there's some things I want to say, but I'm not gonna say them here. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man. I don't get it. You clearly want to say it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have brought it up. Otherwise, you would have just said nothing. So you want to say it, Derek. So just say it. Just freaking say it. Because here's what we're looking at. 17-point blown leads by the Raiders in franchise history. From 1960 to 2021, we blew leads five times of 17 or more. The first eight games in 2022, three times. Why can't we call out the defense? Why, why can't you? If it's such a big deal, then defense, 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 why can't you bring it up? And you can say in a kind way. I'm not saying he's going to put PG on blast or whatever. That could be like, oh, if the defense wouldn't have blown it, we'd have won this game. I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about like, why not address the idea of complimentary football? Why not address the idea that one thing feeds the other? Why not address the idea that, I don't know, you had nine drives, Derek, this season that started in the fourth quarter or overtime with a chance to tie or take the lead. You know how many times you've trailed after those nine drives? Nine times. Nine times. You had a chance to win or tie the football game nine times. And all nine of them, you turned it over. Like, so this whole idea of like being all, again, precious about like what the, no, just say it. Call it out because we're at unprecedented levels of shit. Non-interim coaches to start uh, two and six or worse in Raider history. Josh McDaniels right now, two and six in 2022. John Gruden started one and seven in 2018. Lane Kiffin started two and six in 2007. Art Shell, version 2.0, started uh, two and six in 2006. Norv Turner, uh, two and six in 2004. This is the company that we're in. Derek Carr was one for eight targeting Devontae Adams in the second half today. Yeah, coaching. Yeah, we can, we can talk about, and, and here's the thing too, is that like anybody that tells you it's, oh, it's this thing or it's that thing. Nah, it's a lot of things. And it can be a lot of things at once. One thing doesn't negate the other. Derek Carr's poor production doesn't negate bad coaching. It's chicken or the egg. One thing doesn't equate to the other. You know, I had a thought about today. Let's think about this because there's this whole notion now too about like McDaniels is like so rigid in his offense and he sends Derek in with one or two plays and Derek has to make those, call those plays and follow those reads and then that's it and he can't deviate from there. You know who used to deviate from the plan? Kenny Stabler. Used to deviate because he had a coach that enabled him to deviate. You know who else used to deviate from the plan? Rich Gannon. But Rich Gannon wasn't supposed to deviate from the plan. Rich Gannon was supposed to follow what John sent him into the huddle with, but he didn't. And then what had happened? They'd fight about it on the sideline, right? They'd fight about it. Like, where's that, Derek? I know you're a company man. I'm a company man. I love my job. But if there was something that was openly or directly impacting my performance and my ability to do my job, you don't think I would be vocalizing that? And I'm not talking about vocalizing it in the meeting room. I'm talking about on the field, dude. When things aren't going well, you think there would be some kind of fire in him to like promote challenge against his head coach? You've been there for nine years. You are the face of the freaking Raiders. Josh McDaniels is not. Push back. Let freaking CBS lock in on your red ass face. At, you know what? You're barking at the coach. What? What? Anyways, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Derek Carr's two for 15, targeting Devontae Adams in the second half of the Raiders. Three 17 uh, point blown leads. So he's two of 15 
targeting Devontae Adams when down 17 or more. Derek Carr targeting Devontae Adams uh, in the first half, 142.7 passer rating. In the second half, 66.9. That's good for sixth worst in the NFL. The Raiders have gone back-to-back games without a sack, so go, go, now we'll hop over to the other side of the ball and we'll, uh, we'll point fingers at Paul, uh, Paul Gunther. Well, same, same. Paul Gunther, Patrick Graham, same guy. Raiders have gone back-to-back games without a sack for the sixth time in the last 10 seasons. They've only done it three in a row once in 2004, uh, and that's since teams' um, sacks started getting tracked back in 1963. Uh, let's see. Here's what the Raiders' offense did. Back to Derek Carr. Uh, after he missed it. Oh, remember this play? After Derek Carr misses an open Amir Abdullah in the end zone and had to set her f- settle for a field goal, right? Remember that? After that, uh, five plays and a punt. Nine plays and a punt. Three and out. Four plays, turnover on downs. Four plays and a lost fumble. Derek throwing to Devontae in the first half um, uh, for the Raiders. Goes nine for nine, 146 yards. We all saw that graphic at halftime. 146 yards for Devontae, two touchdowns. Carr thrown to Adams in the second half. One for eight for zero yards. The Raiders have started two and six or worse for the ninth time in the past 20 seasons. They did it three times in their first 43 seasons as a franchise. Times Raiders were held to 70 yards or fewer after a halftime uh, from 2014 to 2021. Zero in 130 regular season and playoff games. Last but not least, Times Raiders were held to 70 or fewer yards at halftime. Um, In the first season under Josh McDaniels, that would be twice. In eight games, and whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop reading these. I'm I'm just getting depressed. I'm getting fired myself. I'm getting pissed off. But but you guys get the idea. We're talking about unprecedented levels of failure for this team, and the response that we get from players, coaches, and the front office is that we don't want to talk about it openly. We're gonna address it behind closed doors. So then, what happens? We're all left to speculate wildly. We're all left to just freaking like you know, come up with our own theories on things and there's nothing to alter our opinions or to validate or invalidate them because we're getting nothing from the team. And I'm not saying we deserve anything. We're just fans, right? Whatever, you're just members of legacy media, whatever. The team doesn't owe us anything, but in high-functioning organizations and institutions, you communicate with those that pay your bills. And right now, we're the ones paying the bills, Raiders. So just anyways... So when I hear Derek, this is what I think of. And shout out, much respect to our buddy Hammer. Uh, if you don't follow his channel, go 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 subscribe to him on the YouTubes. Uh, does a great show there. And uh, so Hammer put out a tweet this week um, with a clip from this movie called The Breaks back from 1999. And I was not familiar with this movie at all, but this clip epitomizes exactly the thought and the feeling that I had coming out of Derek Carr's uh, press conference. So let's check in with the movie, The Breaks. Derek, your bullshit may sound like poetry to you, but to everybody else, it sounds like just what it is. Bullshit! We have a go for main engine start. And we have main engine start. Two, one. Booster ignition and liftoff of Discovery. Hello, I'm astronaut Jose Hernandez, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, appreciate everybody joining us in the chat room tonight. Uh, appreciate our buddy uh, uh, Jesus Alvarez. Raider Jesus is in there. Hey, I, I sent you finally because the fulfillment department around here at Raiders Fan Radio kind of sucks. It's uh, it's me. So when you win things or uh, or or if we're just going to send you something, sometimes it takes a hot minute. And uh, yeah, because I'm the only guy and and I just lose track. And anyways, I'm 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 kind of slow sometimes. But anyways, uh, Jesus, your uh, Hunter Renfro picture is on the way. So for those of you that aren't familiar, I'm going to show you here. Let me see if I can move my microphone for those on the YouTube. So this Hunter. Hunt, oh, over there. Yeah. So this Hunter Renfro uh, picture here uh, was an original oil on board that uh, Jesus did for us, and I made a couple prints of it, and so I could have one hanging up here in the fan cave, and then uh, and then I sent the other one uh, over to him. But anyways, there's um, but that original oil and board we auctioned that off for the One Nation Foundation. We are very appreciative for uh to uh, jesus alvarez for doing that and uh and he says also thank you for making me a made man i'm truly honored we're honored to have you brother um you've done so much for our show and we appreciate you and 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 everybody that that uh that does so much to support what we do around here at raiders fan radio and so speaking of all the support and everybody that's in the chat let me finish shouting them out rev raider is in there edgar v uh, miss ebony is in there ashton is in there aaron q dog raider is in there uh paul is in there uh, let's see. Unholy roller, uh, Frankie, Frankie, well, I'll spit that out. Unholy roller. Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Uh, let's see. We appreciate everybody joining us. Koji is in there. Uh, around the Raider holding it down with the band hammer in case any chiefs fans get loose. Uh, road code is in there. Mile high Raiders in there. Jesse Cardenas is in there. Hooligan nation is in there. Foxy Scorpio, LV Maximus. So many of our good friends. PC's in there. We, we appreciate you, uh, supporting Raiders fan radio. All right. So we're going to get into some of these emails and voicemails so i mentioned there are three ways to get a hold of the show that's one on the youtube uh and that is two (laughs) uh via the 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 phone call uh the the phone is what the kids call it uh you can call that at 909-345-3346 that's 909-345-3346 and you can leave a message at any time and if we play your message on the show three times or more you can become a made man or made woman, or last but not least, you can email the show. And you can email us at show 
That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if you email us an indefinite amount of times, uh, you can become a made man that way or a made woman as well. And I've, I think we got one that's really close. We say indefinite because the emails are a little different than the phone calls because, like, you know, not that it's a different level of commitment. You're, you're supporting what we do here at the show. Um, but we really appreciate those phone calls. And so we, like, we just want to kind of like, I don't know, I don't even know why. I don't even know what, I, I don't even know what the reasoning was behind it. But it was just something that we landed on. So anyways. You got to email us in a definite amount of time. So it might be one time, it might be 10 times. But we've got one guy that's getting really, really close. And, uh, and, and in fact, I thought about even tonight, but I think we're going to go probably one more week uh, and, and, then, and then put him on the board as the next made man. And, uh, and that's our buddy Silver and Black Mac who's coming up. Uh, also, another new emailer that we've had recently is Hooligan Nation. And I know he's in the chat tonight. Hooligan Nation is well on his way, too, and look forward to introducing him uh, and his seat at the table to become the next made man here as well. So keep those emails coming, folks. We appreciate them very, very much. So let's go ahead and kick it off with Hooligan Nation. Uh, he's down on the 515. Says, first of all, I've never reached out before, but I have to ask. Yeah, so this is his first email, but again, we see him in the, uh, in the chat all the time. Uh, I have to ask, what the F is going on with my beloved Raiders? Uh, let's see. Do I, do I have a um, – I need to find a – where's the th- – there we go. Uh, what the f- is going on with my beloved Raiders? Listen to your show weekly, uh, usually after it posts since I work nights. I love that you guys always give some positivity. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm, I don't know how positive I've been tonight. Positively pissed off. Um, uh, but I just don't know uh, how to keep my head anymore. I'm surrounded by so many damn Queefs fans living here in the Midwest. I drive uh, an all-black vehicle with a black Raider Nation plates right on. Um, if we do something out there on the field, like just win, baby, uh, I'm going to catch a damn, I'm going to catch a damn case faster than Waller going to catch his next touchdown pass since I can't figure out how to get on the field. Uh, why do we continue to try and throw for 40 yards instead of run the damn ball on third and short? Amen, dude. Uh, McDaniels, um, might be an offensive genius, but Patrick Graham, uh, is, is riding the short bus to practice on the daily. Something has got to change quick, fast, and in a hurry. Go Raiders. I guess your loyal brother Joel, aka Hooligan Nation. Appreciate you, Joel. <laughs> hey, Wyoming Raiders in there. What's up, Wild? Appreciate you, brother. Uh, Wyoming Raider when he's uh, uh, he's the the Bill Blasky of of of, uh, of, of Raiders fan radio. He's out there in Wyoming, uh, taking down trees by hand and like you know, um, I don't know, stomping mud holes and like just being a giant of a man and killing things in his path <laughs> sorry wow the guy have you ever heard we, we haven't heard from wow in a minute why wow, you need to call the show again because why seriously like he's got this big voice why is the best and his sense of humor is amazing we love you wyoming raider like that <laughs> good he says laughing faces okay good because yeah, don't kill me either um <laughs> but anyways we love you wild raider we want love to hear from you brother all right uh, dear afar what in the actual did I just witness? Did I just watch our Raiders blow another 17-point lead to the Jaguars? Uh, well, then, yeah. Uh, let's see. Other words, other words, other words. It's time to say this even though I hate we. Uh, I hate it saying it. We suck again. We suck again. Uh, we have no one to blame but McDaniels and the fact that he still has a job is a spit in the face to us fans. I swear if he's still the head coach at the end of the season, I will boycott next season. Ah, uh, no, you won't. You're here. Um, no one's boycotting anything. You're, we, this is our life. Uh, all right. So let's see. I did it for my beloved athletics. I haven't been to a game since August 21 and I'll do the same for my Raiders. Yes, but I know who this is. Emailer Daniel Mangus. 
And I know how much you you tweet me about the A's. So you may not have gone to a game, but you're still an A's fan. So you're not boycotting much. You're you're hanging in there, buddy. And we're going to be the Las Vegas A's soon anyways, and we can all live happily ever after. Um, and I can't wait to go see the A's play in Vegas. That's going to be amazing. Because, yeah, whatever. That's a whole other topic. That's for A's fan radio. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, McDaniels needs to be fired projector style. Al Davis would never stand for this and would have fired him by now, which is, I believe that, uh, um, let's see. In other news, my brother and I have just booked our tickets for December 19th versus the Patriots. So we hope to see everybody in J lot partying hard. Awesome, man. Good deal. We looked forward to seeing you there. Please. There it is. Daniel Mangus. We'll see you down there. We'll be down there, of course. Uh, that's Boletnikov Foundation weekend, and we're definitely all going to the game. Uh, Cousin Sonny and his lovely bride, uh, Rachel, and, and me and my girl, Valerie, will be there. And I uh, look forward to, uh, to seeing you all down there. for the. Uh, and we're going to hang out with Fabricator Gill, and Mojo's going to be down there. And, oh, my gosh, we have Michelle Sweat and her husband, Lamont, are going to be. We're going to have an amazing, amazing time. So can't wait to see you all down there for that weekend. And, uh, and if you're going, then, then let us know, uh, just like Daniel Mangus did here, so we can make sure that we all link up. And, um, and I kept jacket is going to be there with us. I, if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. Um, there's, it's going to be great. We're going to, <laughs> we're probably going to lose, but Sunday night football for the whole world to see, but actually, Ooh, I wonder if they'll get flexed out. Ooh, I just thought about that. Cause it's Sunday night football, Patriots Raiders. Who wants to watch that? Like, I'll bet you they get flexed out. Watch us end up going to a freaking nooner. Oh man. All right. Anyways, thank you, Daniel. Make it. All right. Next up, we've got a uh, oh, good friend of the show uh, on the show and outside the show in real life and otherwise. It's our good buddy, Tyler Raider. Yo, what's up, Murph Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope all is well and everyone's safe and in good health. Well, what can I say? We are being led by Coach Klein, <laughs> Mr. Coach Klein, uh, and have a stormtrooper playing quarterback. <laughs> That's an amazing Star Wars reference. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Star Wars or uh, Stormtroopers can't hit shit. All right, um, let's see. Incompetence and lack of competitiveness seems to fill the locker room like nacho cheese in Andy Reid's coffee cup. Now, I want to be clear. I know not everything is on car, but he's not helping the situation either. We've seen his peak, and he won't get any better than what we've seen in the last nine years. I've defended him for long enough, and this year's uh, and this year has been it for me. It's like the football gods keep giving us chances to get it right, but we keep ignoring the signs. Let me put it like this. Pulp and Pulp Fiction, when Jules says he had a moment of clarity, Vincent didn't want to believe. Vincent goes to the bathroom just to get back in time to be a part of what you could call another miracle that day. Jules finishes it. Cause this is great. I love Pulp Fiction. That's my second favorite movie ever of all time. Uh, maybe third, but for sure in the top three. Um, Jules finishes his job and decides to walk the earth uh, as Kane, uh, and Vincent does another job. Now, you can blame Jules for having a moment of clarity for what happened to Vincent. Oh, yeah, I never thought about it like that. Because if Jules is with Vincent, then Bruce Willis never guns him down in the bathroom. That's interesting. Okay. Um, wow. Thanks, Ty. That was, that was good. All right. Um, knowledge of fact, he put his gun down next to the toaster to use the bathroom while breaking into someone else's house. Uh, now that made more sense in my head, but I'm traumatized. So forgive me. I don't even know who's Jules in this scenario. Um, he's the shepherd. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the Raiders have to make, make to make sure we're not Vincent. Anyways, as I get ready to head to Vegas to see if McDaniels can outcoach Jeff Saturday, uh, I'm really thinking about canceling this trip to avoid the pain. Hiring, <laughs> hiring a, 
Just say a lady of the night. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's called. Oh, yeah. Anyways, this will be less painful being a Raiders fan these days. Just a reminder, we traded Cooper and Mac for Jacobs and Farrell. Um, was the Dennis Allen <laughs> Dennis Allen revenge game on your bingo card? Anyway, all love and respect, Tyler Raider. Oh, my gosh. No, a Dennis Allen revenge game wasn't on my bingo card, nor was a Gus Bradley. Oh, my gosh. Like, just keep Bill Musgrave out of our sights, huh? Because everybody that's freaking had a case of the ass for the Raiders is coming after us this year. Gosh, I've got... And speaking of Gus Bradley, did you hear McDaniel's comments today? Mr. Freaking adhere to the system. Mr. Like... We're gonna like build this thing, and you have to do exactly what we tell you to do. And we're gonna, and your, and the players have to fit into this role, and like all this kind of stuff. When they asked him about Gus Bradley's defense, what did he say today? Yeah, guys can just kind of fly around. They know what their job is gonna do. It's pretty stream. I'm paraphrasing. It's pretty streamlined, pretty simple. Guys are just allowed to go out there and not have to worry about thinking. They can just go out there and and, and fly around and play ball on defense. Oh, really? Is that what they were doing now? Is that is that it? Thanks, Josh. Killing me. Dear RFR family, I'm getting sick and tired of lying on the therapy couch following Raider games. If we can't win against the Colts on Sunday, I think I'll just drag the couch to the street and set it on fire. Speaking of fires, John Abram dismissal from the team is, was not a shock, though the timing was a little unexpected since Divine Diablo just went out on IR. This has to be a get-right game for the Raiders. All the tea leaves pointed towards a win, but we all know it comes down to execution. Josh has not been executing the play calls, and Derek has not been able to respond. So if the disconnect is truly there, it would benefit Josh to simply turn over the playbook to Derek and see what he can salvage for this offense. If he can do that and the team is successful, it would science all the card doubters. But even if Josh wants Derek to go away after the season, it would benefit everyone to let him do his thing and up his trade volume. Then Josh can have the ability to go out and get his own guy. I'm convinced that these two can not coexist, and I wish Derek uh, nothing but love going forward. But let's fix what we can now. Oh, and oh, one more thing. The Chiefs, your faithful servant, Yeehaw! All right, salute uh, RFR, salute nation. Uh, honestly, I've said what the about 1,300 times on game day. Please stop overthinking football. Take notes from Al Davis and just win, baby. The irony. Since 98, I've bet on our Raiders will have a better season than Washington. Since season marks 25 straight money line with our Raiders, when someone says, put your money where your mouth is, only because I can't make it to every game. To be clear, for the last 20 years, we've seen every dog and pony show when it comes to building a team. Football is a sport played by supreme athletes, monopolized into professional league because of fans. So I would like to take the time and salute to the fans that are committed and double shot salute the nation. Let's go. Special shout out to RFR and other content creators that keep us informed and entertained. Much appreciated. Hopefully our team can get this back on track. Salutations from Silver and Black. Dude, let's go. That fires me up, man. Appreciate you. You know what? I said he was going to have to call one more time or send an email one more time. I don't think so, man. Let me see if I can find the, 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 the let me see if I can find the clip. And then uh, I think it's time because that that was freaking awesome. How come I can never find the thing? Where's the thing? Oh, here it is. Hey, congratulations, Silver and Black Mac. 
executive decision. You are now the newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations, Silver and Black Mac. You are the newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody uh, that has um, already got a seat at the table. We would love to welcome in more. And I appreciate everybody also that's in the chat room tonight. I forget. I, I, it's hard, really hard for me to keep up with all this tonight. But uh, somebody in there said uh, Murph is a mess without y'all. Well, I think she was talking to Michelle. Darn right, man. I'm. That's one of the reasons I don't care for a podcast selfie because uh, it's, it's, it's tough to pull this thing off alone. And, and you know, t- to me, that like this is really interesting when it's conversational. And so I don't ever want to feel like it's just me up here pontificating and just like spewing my opinion. I want to want this show to be interactive. That was the whole design of it to, to begin with. And so that's why we feature so many of your emails and voicemails. And so appreciate you hanging in there. Uh, those of all of you that are um, inclined to and we appreciate you, you know, supporting even a goofy little podcast selfie like this. So, all right, last up, uh, we always close out with the capo of the emailers. Um, he is uh, the legendary scribe. He is Paul. He's over there in Shropshire, Mississippi, uh, which is actually the UK. But uh, we, uh, we, we we made a joke here a while ago that um, Shropshire was west of Birmingham. When you look at the map in, in, in England and in our country, west of Birmingham is Mississippi. So we say Shropshire, Mississippi. So there's, there's where the joke comes from. But uh, so let's check in with our good buddy, Paul. And uh, he says, evening, everybody. First tonight, I have to pay my respects to Ray Guy. Thank you for bringing that up. And shame on me. Dang it, Paul. Thank you for that. Um, Shame on me for not bringing that up uh, earlier. Um, Yeah, we lost an absolute Raider legend. We lost Ray Guy. And I'm sure all of you know, so I'll keep it brief. Not only the greatest punter of all time, um, but Ray Guy was an incredible athlete. Ray Guy was more than just a punter. All you got to do is watch, uh, you know, the highlights from uh, from Black Sunday and watch the way that he saves a snap that sails 10 feet over his head, practically uh, from Todd Christensen, another legend. Um, but the way that Ray Guy goes up there and snags that thing and then is able to get the kickoff like he was so much more than just a punter. Um, that's why he was the first one inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And Ray Guy epitomized what it was to be a Raider. Um, speaking of Mississippi, actually, that's, that's where he was from. Um, but just an absolute, absolute legend redefined the way that special teams were played from that position. And, uh, you know, and, and of course we can give Al love for being the you know first guy to ever draft a punter, uh, in the first round, but Ray guy, man, and his talent was absolutely. And I think still to this day unmatched. And so thank you for that, Paul, um, for calling that out, uh, for the respects to the, to the great, uh, Ray guy. 
When I first set off on this long and winding road of a Raider fandom, Mr. Guy was our punter. I'll leave it to others to read his incredible stats, marvel at his skill and technique. All of them will be very well-deserved. I'll spit this out. All of them will be very deserving tributes, but I wanted to go on record and saying thank you, sir. You were the best at your draft, and those coffin corner punts will will, uh, live long in the memory. Raider in peace. Absolutely. Also, too, the first guy came became known for hang time. Hang time wasn't even a stat until Ray Guy because he would boot the freaking ball so high. Um, teams would accuse the Raiders of putting helium in the football because he the hang time was so insane compared to what other punters were doing. I mean, again, go on and on. And so appreciate that again, Paul. All right. He says, I'll keep things short this week. I had my rant last time. I'm dejected, I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm numb, I'm disappointed, but most of all, I'm so confused. I don't understand what's going on at all, and I have no clue to where any of this is going. I don't believe anybody when they say Mark Davis is behind his coach 100%, and he won't be going anywhere. Well, 2-15 and might change his mind, and don't anybody tell me that's not a reality because I've seen nothing to convince me that that won't happen. Bill Murray once said in Groundhog Day, there is no way that this winter is ever going to end as long as this groundhog keeps seeing its shadow. I don't see another way out, and he's got to be stopped. And what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. Think of the Raiders as a wheel, everybody, with Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler as the hub. The strength lies in the hub, and if the hub is weak, the wheel won't turn. Dave Ziegler still has time to save himself, but lose on Sunday and we will have to see action taken. Blind friendship will only take you so far. Just ask John Gruden and Paul Gunther. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, um, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 times two winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul. 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 Paul.
is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. We call him the Capo, and he always kicks off this segment. As soon as I can push the damn button. Where's the thing? Just press the damn button, nerd. I'm trying. Greetings, Don Merv. Underboss Sonny. Capo Michelle. Sergeant Arms, the Sizzler. Big Raider Trucker. Ojo from the Universe Speaks from the Mean King, Swag Jeff, Wild Raider. Chuck Splatterhead McCann from the Inebra Nation. Ron the Mater Raider. Nation. Sunday evening, Scott Rogus of Fansided wrote an article titled, Three NFL Coaches Who Earn Their Pink Slip in Week 9. Coming in at number three, we had Matt LaFleur of the Packers. Number two, Frank Reich, who eventually did get fired. And number one, Josh McDaniels of the Raiders. Now, under McDaniels, our team has went from a playoff contender to a team that is in the running for the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Unacceptable. According to the Associated Press, Josh Dubow, uh said that the Raiders blew a 17-point lead in 628 regular season playoff games before McDaniels arrived and three times since. Just eight games into McDaniels' tenure, they have matched it. It's amazing the futility that this man has brought. And let me just pump my brakes for just a second. The number of games that the uh, Raiders lost after leading by 17-plus points in 628 regular season and playoff games before Josh McDaniels arrived totaled three games. How can you have such just incompetence in such a small sample size of a coaching tenure. Now, not only that, but the Raiders are the first team since the Cleveland Browns in 2009 to get shut out and blown out by pissing away a 17-point lead in consecutive games per the four-letter network stats and info division. The Raiders were shut out by the Saints last week and just blew a 17-point lead to the Jaguars. It's the eighth time in NFL history that a team has been shut out and blown out in consecutive games, regardless of order. It's the first time since the Browns did it in 2009. I had to say it twice just to make it resonate once. Now, if Carl were on the market, Raider Nation, uh, fan favorite, Colin Cowhart, uh, he made a couple of points of teams that might be interested in the services of DC4. Cowhart mentioned that the New York Jets are considering under Robert Sala moving on from um, their little cute quarterback that they got from BYU, Zach Wilson. In his third year with the Jets, Robert Sala being a defensive guy and Zach Wilson being off-engine and not really, you know, feeling that much love from the J-E-T-S, whoever gives a damn about that squad, fan base, might want to make a splash by trading for Derek Carr. If you've looked at their draft this past year, and we can only hope that we draft as well as the J-E-T-S drafted last particular NFL draft session, I, I think that we could actually turn some things around. But why not put DC4 on the market? And if you look at the Saints, uh, they, they blanked us. And they don't even have a damn quarterback. They got a tight end running around playing Wildcat, Chuck and Duck, and he still pimped our asses out. Truth. We need to consider making a trade to either of those two teams. Now, for two seasons, you've heard me talk about Indy. And you saw that the absolute crap show they got going on up there with their drug addicted, excuse me, drug recovery <laughs> owner up there in Indianapolis. 
and that fan base and that state and that part of the country wanting somebody that's uh, Ned Flanders, Howdy Doody, and, and DC4 fits the bill to a T. There are three teams that we can trade into. The Colts that I've often mentioned, the Saints, who desperately need a quarterback to go with all of the weapons they got down there, and, of course, the young developing team up there in New York. Talk amongst yourselves. Now, on Tuesday, the team mentioned the release of the 2019 number 27 overall pick at hit list emeritus Jonathan Abram, who under not one, not two, but three different coordinators couldn't seem to make an impact on the Raiders' defense and solidifying the all-time worst draft run by a coaching regime. And, yes, I'm talking about Chucky. Though I miss him, though I wish we still had him, he was a terrible drafter and made terrible influence on Money Mayock on bringing guys like this in. You mean to tell me that a five foot eleven, two hundred and five pound strong safety out of Mississippi State was all that in a bag of chips? Excuse me, piss poor drafting. But I digress once again. Silver linings. After the blowout loss to those New Orleans Saints, and I mentioned that three times already, many were wondering how the Raiders would respond. Now, they seem to come out playing great and stormed ahead by 17 points once again against those vaunted Jags. But what are we talking about? We, we're doing too much. And so there's been a lot of talk about one of three scenarios moving forward for the Raiders. The only thing that Mark Davis loves more than a dimly lit corner booth in the back corner of P.S. Change might just happen to be the Raiders. He, have you ever seen him not rocking a Raider logo? That's true. For, for all his naivete, he loves the Raiders. Love and I don't want to see anybody come in here and only want to make a cash grab and turn this into some court, sort of a, a carnival, despite being the circus that it is. Two, getting rid of the coaching staff and GM. Now, it might have been a little dubious and, you know, bringing in Ziggler and bringing in McDaniels and hoping that those would be the Wonder Twins in order to make the Glorious return, but it still might be too early. Now, the third option, of course, there is no third option. They just need to go ahead and, and just simply get their heads out of their asses and use the talent and, and, and shade the scheme to the talent you got instead of taking the talent and trying to shoehorn it into a scheme that honestly doesn't work outside of the greater New York area, excuse me, Boston area. Now, there is no going back at this point. After a brutal two-game stretch, it's clear to me that the Raiders are just a bad team. Thinking about a, a top three pick in next year's draft is now, you know, more logical than not. The playoffs are far-fetched. Heading into the season, um, you know, 10 wins felt like a reasonable goal. Hell, I had them at 10 and 7. Now, this team looks like, you know, it'll continue to struggle to get five wins in the old W column, the hit list. It still remains the entire Raiders team. Brett Favre, Herschel Walker, Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Twitter as a platform, and insurrectionists. Bro. Honor has been restored to the number 24 jersey in silver and black. That fraud, Jonathan Abram, has been cut. <laughs> Long live the Raiders. And smash that like button if you like that vacation. Boom. There he is, Aaron Cudon Raider, the legend. Oh my gosh, we appreciate your call so much, Aaron. Like, you know, I, that John Abram one, you know, 
those of you that listen to this show long enough, like I, I thought John Abram was the epitome of what a Raider could be. Uh, unfortunately, his coverage skills were so lacking that it, uh, un- that it, you know, well, I got to phrase this. Like he was, a, he was amazing. Like off the field, he was great. Right. Had the personality of a Raider at the line of scrimmage had the tenacity of, of a Raider. And I thought in those aspects, he represented the number 24. Well, but you can't be such a liability in coverage that you can't cover a backup running back in the end zone and allow for a touchdown. Like, so what is it just, it makes him so one dimensional that like, even if he bulked up, he wouldn't even be a good linebacker, you know? And so even with the injury with divine Diablo, you would think that that would have created like an opportunity for John to maybe come in and play more around the line of scrimmage, but he's not even good enough to cover like, you know, lower tier tight ends. And like, I mean, so anyways, um, yeah. So John Abram, that story's over, and uh, I got a feeling a lot of the Raiders' stories are, are coming to a close of the current Raiders. Um, just to throw this out there to you, Raider Nation, I don't think Josh Jacobs comes back. I think someone is going to give him a bunch of money. I think he'll be, you know, pick a team in the NFC West. Like, you know, you could see him being a Seahawk. You could see him being a, you know, a, a Ram. You could see him... Like, you know, he'll go somewhere outside the division or outside the conference probably and um, or not. I mean, the Raiders won't have any control over it. He's going to go where he's going to go. Um, but I have a feeling someone's going to break the bank for Josh Jacobs. So anyway, so when you look at that, so now with Abram gone and then Jacobs is going to be gone. Farrell, I mean, he's probably going to be long gone, right? Where's the where's my Farrell at? F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. So where's if Furl is gone? So like literally, I think from 2019 on, they're all gone. Like which is bananas. So, anyways, um, all right, let's get up to the rest of these calls. Let's go ahead and check in with uh, so many more of our good friends. And again, thank you to Aaron. We appreciate you, my friend, uh, always with the amazing calls. Uh, we got a lot to get to tonight, so we're going to go and jump into it quick. And let's start off with our good buddy, new friend of the show. He's our new uh, uh, part of the One Nation Foundation. He's the guy that's going to handle the money from us going out because he is a CPA. So we call him CPA Joel. This is CPA Joel, a.k.a. One Nation Foundation head bean counter, uh, Raider JD, whatever you want to say, here with little Ronan. Ronan, say hi. He's pretty upset about uh, what he just watched. Um, I think I think everyone says Derek Carr is such a nice guy, such a good guy, uh, and Justin Daniels is such an offensive genius. Um, he came in and broke all of our offensive weapons. Um, whether or not that was – you want to talk now, Ronan? Whether or not that was uh, uh, Derek Carr or Hunter Renfro or uh, Darren Waller, uh, the only person that seems to be playing with any type of intensity and passion is Josh Jacobs, and I think that's so he can get paid and get out of uh, Las Vegas. Um, yeah, this is these are games that we should have won the last two weeks, uh, and and it's just it's just a huge step backwards, and I think uh, I think it's just it's indicative of a, a lack of leadership by Josh McDaniels. And uh, Derek Carr, even though he's a nice guy, a lack of self-awareness on what kind of quarterback he is because he is missing throws, throws that he should make. And, and you know, we have, we have so many other weapons. He should not be missing those throws. He should not be overthrowing consistently to where the dumb talking heads on CBS are calling him out on the broadcast. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Uh, but you know what? Go Raider Nation. Donate to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, love you guys. Take care. Bye. All right, there he is, CPA Joel. And Ronan in the background. 
Uh, we love you too, brother. We appreciate everything that you're doing to help us with the One Nation Foundation and taking this thing again to the next level, man. This uh, Our nonprofit, we are so thankful that it uh, continues to grow and look forward to what we have in store for it uh, for 2023. And, and, and Joel is a huge uh, part of that story. So thank you so very, very much. All right, uh, let's go down to Alabama and check in with our buddy Josh in the 703. Holy f***ing shit, Sam. <laughs> I don't even know what to really say about this one. That was bad. That's really fucking bad. You know, I was sitting here, I was talking to a couple of guys I work with and stuff, and man, all agree. Josh Daniels, I don't think he's it. He don't give me head coach feel. You know what I'm saying? And I think we should have kept Rich Versace. I'm, I'm seeing that more and more. Like, I think the guys are missing. I even said this. I even said this. If you had taken. The offense that we ran last year and put Devontae Adams in at the West Coast offense, we'd be fucking killing it this year. Even with Greg Olson as the damn offense coordinator, and we know he's Preach. not that great. But hell, man, I, I just, I can't, I don't understand. We were hot fire the first half. Why the hell would you go away from what the hell is working? The Jaguars have the ninth rated fucking run defense. And you decide, all right, we're going to stop throwing the ball to Monte Adams. We're going to run the ball. Carr had some bad throws, but I, I'm not putting this on him. I'm putting this mainly on the coaching. Also, can someone please explain to me where the f*** is our defense at? It's the fucking Jaguars. Where the f*** is the defense? I'm sorry you're going to have to use that bleeping sound a lot for this one. Cleveland Farrell, who I actually like more than most people do, smacked the sh- Shit out of Trevor Lawrence. And I didn't see Chandler Jones even sniff him. Max Crosby, I mean, hell, that they're shifting all the, the, the protection on one side towards Crosby. They're looking at Chandler Jones going, you ain't going to do shit to us. Patrick Graham, why are there guys running wide open in your scheme? What the fuck is going on? You know what also made me mad? The Chargers got Khalil Mack for a fifth rounder. I would have fucking happily given the fifth rounder to Khalil Mack. Hey, man. For Khalil Mack. No hesitation. All this money for Chandler Jones, and he ain't doing nothing. Fuck. Man, fuck the Colts. Hey, Sam. I'm sorry. I thought I was off my soapbox, but I really got it. Like, this is my therapy right now. Like, y'all, y'all had an episode. I got I to gotta let this shit out. This is really starting to, This is just killing me. I've just... I'm so frustrated. I'm listening to all these fucking talking heads and shit, and they're talking about, oh, Devontae Adams made a mistake, this, that, and the other. Bro, it's Devontae Adams. Why the fuck do we look so bad? I know I'm saying the same shit, but I'm frustrated. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off about this fucking defense. You know what? I say they should put Cleveland Farrell in there three downs, and then fucking Taylor Jones only comes in for passing, like, passing downs, period. Because that's how bad he's f***ing played. Can someone explain to me also why the hell our defense can't get a goal-to-go stop? I just heard that shit yesterday. We have not stopped any team from scoring a touchdown on a goal-to-go f***ing situation. Not once. I thought Paul Gunther was f***ing bad. What the f*** is going on? Oh, my f***ing God. I'm sorry, y'all. I just had to let this shit out. I feel you, I'm like man. I'm trying to be calm, holding in, and it's just like I just want to punch something. I'm so pissed off right now. It's a fucking Jaguars. 
The fucking Jaguars. Yeah, fuck McDaniel. <laughs> well done, Josh. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. It's the Jaguars. Like, that's where we're at on this season. Oh, my gosh. All right, next up, let's check in with our good buddy, Donovan. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Donovan, man. Ready Nation. Look, man, I know some of y'all mad. Some of y'all confused. Some of y'all got the show destroyed. Like, man, I don't even care no more. This is crazy what's happening, man. For people that want to blame Derek Carr, just know what Devontae Adams said, man. I don't know why we was focused on the run. You know what I'm saying? When the pass, when the passing game was working, basically. It is something going on, bro. It is something. Derek Carr was getting busy in that first half, man. Besides that underthrow, y'all seen that throw to the solid Hunter Riffle had, man. It is something going on, bro. And the fact that Derek Carr said, look, I want to say something right now, but not right, not, not here. It, man, I never seen Derek Carr out like, out like that, man. We got all this talent, man. And now we at two and six with a top five mock draft order. That's crazy, bro. That is cr- Mark Davis said this is not a rebuild. What did Mark Davis say, man? The talent that Mike Mayock and John Gruden, the foundation is here. It's enough to win. Why are we at two and six, man? You got some Raiders fans that yo, let's get a young QB. Do you not know that Derek Carr made the NFL top one hundred last year, and now he's looking like this? What did John Madden say, man? I'm watching, I'm on Twitter, and I see John Madden, you know what I'm saying, on America's Game, man. When you have players that coach like a robot, they're going to play like robots. Preach. But when you let them have some personality, man, something special going to happen. And Come what's on. going on, man? This is crazy, man. And the fact that we going against the Colts, against Gus Bradley, who used to coach this last year, what an interim head coach. If we lose this game, like what happens if we lose to an interim head coach with the defensive coordinator that coached this last year, man? I'm boycott, bro. You have to like. It is something. It's a, it's something American going on. That's crazy for you to inherit a playoff caliber team. We was competitive in that playoff game against the Bengals last year, man. That made it to the Super Bowl, bro. And now we looking like this. Nah, man. And for you, and, and for you people, that's talking about you just get you just get a quarterback. I'm gonna end it with this. Yeah, bro, let's get a young quarterback, man. Just know, Josh McDaniels drafted Tim Tebow, man. Oof. All right. You trust him, man? Do you trust him? No. Tim Tebow going, what, 6 for 25 with 87 yards. you trust that, man? Come on, man. It's not, hey, bring back Mike Mayock. Bring back Gruen. Get Sean Payton. I don't know, man, but this is crazy, bro. Raider Nation, man. Hey, I love y'all, man. We the most loyal fan base ever, man. True. That's all I got, man. Oh, my gosh. I love Donovan, man. I love all you guys that call, but. I'm loving Donovan's calls lately. Yeah, Josh McDaniels drafts Tim Tebow. <laughs> we'll go six for 25 for 87 yards. Oh, my gosh. Truer words never spoken. All right, let's check in next with uh, with our good friend. She's in the chat room tonight. I love it. Talk about passion. You know, we say all the time, like, the only thing that, that defines your Raider fandom is your passion in which you bring it and which you root for the team. And we are hearing a lot of passion tonight because Raider fans were a little bit dinged up, man, because of this what's gone on this season. And, uh, and I heard it in Donovan. We heard it in Josh. I heard it in Joel. And then now let's check in with our good friend, uh, the made woman, or the most recent made woman around here, uh, PSP Raiderette. And we, uh, we check in with her, uh, feeling a little, little froggy after us, big loss. Murph, swag, 
Michelle, wasn't going to call because I thought I was over it. But I'm not f***ing over it. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. I am so tired of him fat sacking on Sunday, f***ing up my f***ing weekend when I only get to see him on the weekend and he's so f***ing angry on Sunday. I'm sick of the shit. I am sick of this shit. I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. Something has to be done. Something has to be done. He sulked all day yesterday. All day. Did not speak to me until about 9 o'clock last night when it was time for me to go to bed and get ready for work. I'm sick of this shit. We have to get it together for the sake of my love life. Go Raiders. Oh, yeah. Josh McDaniels. I love you, babe. I love you, Michelle. I love you, Chris. Love you, Val. Fuck Josh McDaniels. <laughs> Go Raiders. Oh, so good. I love it, man. She shouts out the, the, the main women in the chat. <laughs> but then F Josh McDaniels. Ah, oh, that was amazing. Great stuff there for PSP Raider. And for the for the sake of PSP Raiderette's love life, let's get the Raiders, let's, let's get a win so her, uh, so her man is having a freaking halfway decent Sunday because, yeah, a lot of us, man, it's a rough day on the couch where we don't feel like talking after watching this shit show that is uh, otherwise known as the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, great call there, PSP Raiderette. That was awesome. All right, um, Next up, let's get to uh new caller. This is number two, and uh, this is great. This is a fantastic call. All these calls are tonight are great, man. I, I I could just say that about every single one of them. But anyways, uh, new friend of the show, Animal Mother. Let's check in with Animal Mother. Animal Mother here again, calling in from uh, Upland. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Ebony says that was me? Oh, was that Miss Ebony Graves? I thought that was PSP Raiderette. That's what you y'all got to tell us who, you, who we are. I was Ebony. Oh my gosh! Well, Miss Ebony Graves. So Tyrone was the one that was on the couch and didn't want to talk. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Too funny. All right, <laughs> Miss Ebony. That's amazing. So okay, so Tyrone. Sorry, Tyrone, but hey, I feel your oh man. That was that was that was rough. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. All right. So uh, let's check in. Uh, let's go back to uh, Animal Mother and check in with uh, with him after his post-game reaction. Animal Mother here again. Calling in. Oh, my gosh. Miss Ebony donated $10 to One Nation Foundation. Thank you, Miss Ebony. Okay. Now, Animal Mother, thank you very much. That $10 will go straight to the One Nation Foundation uh, supporting Raiders-related charities. Animal Mother here again. Calling in from uh, Upland. Uh, wow. You know, I didn't think this uh, weekend was going to get any worse. Uh, my entire family got hit with the stomach flu on Saturday. Uh, by Saturday night, all three toddlers just puking all over each other. I was puking. Wife was puking. It was like a scene from The Exorcist, uh, except with my dog trying to, like, eat the puke off the ground and Blippi in the background. 
long story short, I get like an hour and a half of sleep. I'm catching puke in a bowl all night. I set an alarm. I stumble out of bed to watch the Raiders. And just like most of my time watching them, they give me hope early on and then just completely come off the rails at the end of that game. Shout out to Coach McDonald's, though. I'm going to give him a game ball for not running the jet sweep. Uh, that was one of my uh, keys to a, a victory. And it's not a victory, but he didn't run the jet sweep. So I was happy to see that. A little bit weird lining up Devontae in the backfield a bunch. But, you know, it was working. It was working in the first half. Whatever he's doing, it was working. And then it was like he got too smart for himself. He tried to out, outsmart himself. And he came out after halftime and said, what was working? I'm going to go do the opposite of that. Pretty frustrating. You know, defense porous uh, as par for the season. Yeah, I don't know. Frustrating. Bad way to end a, end a rough weekend. Uh, and on top of that, we lost Ray Guy. So all bad. All bad on all accounts. I don't know what to say. It is what it is, I guess. Uh, my one wish for the Raiders is for them to please, please, for the love of God, win next Sunday uh, because I'm taking my boys to their first Raider game, and I dropped, like, an entire paycheck to get them close to the field because I want it to be special. And I've watched them lose games in person. I've watched them win games in person. But please, God, for the love of, it, of all that is good, win this game because I paid way too much money to go to Vegas and be upset. Love you guys. Love the nation. Go Raiders. <laughs> animal mother. Hey, raise them right. Raise them Raiders, animal mother. I, I appreciate your, your, your fatherhood and you, and, and you taking your kids to the game, man. That's awesome. Uh, wait a little bit longer. You could probably take them for like six bucks. Um, but, uh, yes, we appreciate you, man. And, uh, and enduring everything that he did, uh, over the, over the weekend with, uh, hope the family's, uh, has recovered and, and gotten better. All right. Next up, let's check in with, uh, with our good buddy down in San Diego. Uh, you see him in the chat room all the time and we'd love to hear from this guy. And this week he was a little bit of a muse. Uh, let's check in with our good buddy, Mojo. Hey everybody. It's Mojo from San Diego. Just got word that we uh, we cut Jonathan Abram. We lost to the Jags this weekend. Weekend before that, we got shut out by the Saints. Here we are, two and six. Bunch of failed draft picks. No Josh Jacobs. There you go, Max Crosby. But everybody else that we drafted in the past like five years, I guess. It's pretty much a joke. I just had this thought. And I just wanted to share it with, with guys and gals that, you know, share my pain. You guys feel this pain the same way I do every Sunday, every year, every week. But I came to the realization that the entire organization is just ran by buffoons. <laughs> buffoons. I want you to, I want you to stop. What you're doing and Google the, the the Webster's dictionary meaning, the definition of buffoon, and then you tell me if I'm off base here. Go Raiders. <laughs> I love how everyone's like Go Raiders, I guess. Go Raiders sorta. 
Oh my gosh. So, uh, so we do, you know, we do 30 seconds of Paul, you know, and I've, I've got a few other things where I love to like take like a word or like a sound bite or whatever, and then just like repeat it over and over and over and over again. So, uh, being that Mojo dropped the buffoon on us and now that our team is being led by buffoons, uh, I would like to introduce to you 30 seconds of buffoonery. World class buffoon. No one wants to be romanced by a buffoon. What a buffoon! <laughs> you bloated buffoon! Enough, you buffoon! I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. The man's a buffoon. Down here, you great buffoon! Oh no, am I the buffoon? I mean, the guy's a buffoon. Where are Peacemaker and the buffoon? While you're singing your holiday tune, I'm acting like the town before all right, Darius Mojo, we appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate you for the buffoonery. And uh, yeah, so there we go. Our Raiders are the Las Vegas buffoons as of as of now. Uh, Esteban says the buffoonery continues on Sunday. Gosh, I hope not, man. But there's no, there is nothing to tell us otherwise uh, right now, uh, Esteban, that there is going to be more buffoonery on Sunday as Gus Bradley and the Colts come in to take on our Raiders. All right, next up, let's check in with our. Oh, so here we go. So speaking of production value, did anybody speak of that? I don't know. That's what the kids say. But uh, production value. Love it when you guys sing. Love it when you do creative things with your calls. And this is a good one. And uh, so this was a, a total, like, again, produced little uh, call here. Uh, our good buddy, Lalo Meloso, and a longtime friend of the show, made man for sure. And uh, let's check in with him as he uh, sends in his call this week. Raider Nation, Lalo Meloso here. Another game that had me feeling bipolar. Excited and happy the first half. Now, please forgive me. I don't have a singing voice, and I know I can't put music on these uh, calls because of uh, copyright on YouTube, but that first ad had me singing. I feel good. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I knew that I would. Na, 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 na. I feel good. Da, 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 da. I knew that I would. Na, 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 na. So good. Shh, shh, so good. Shh. Until the second half. Da, 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 da. That second half had me breathing like Darth Vader. In my opinion, the season is gone. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> One last thing before I go. Uh, if you all don't mind, I'd like to share some personal news with you. This weekend, the wifey and I will be celebrating our ninth wedding anniversary. Hey. And we couldn't think of a better way to celebrate it than being at the Dead Star. Nice. Uh, this will be wifey's first game ever. There at the Death Star, we'll be sitting in section 124. Win, lose, or tie. Raiders till I die. Hey. There he is, Lala Meloso. Happy anniversary. Nine years strong, my friend. That's awesome, man. Love to hear that. And we appreciate you very, very much. And you're always relentless show support around here. Uh, Raiders fan radio and uh, and speaking of of uh, going to Raider games, I got a chance to meet Lalo and his son, Mister Los Angeles, uh, when Valerie and I were out there for the preseason game against the Patriots. So uh, uh, great to have gotten to meet you in person, my friend, and and congratulations on your anniversary and uh, and, and definitely enjoy the game. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy Frankie Mosqueda. Uh, he is the unholy roller Raider. What's up, guys? This is Frankie Mosqueda, the unholy roller Raider. 
I just wanted to say, man, I listened to Mikey's take on uh, what's going on or what could possibly be going on. And, and uh, Mikey Raider, did they say that? I'm not sure I did. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, man, uh, very interesting what he had to say. I, I strongly believe that's what's going on. Also, too, man, I always wondered, you know, Derek Carr and John Gruden are neighbors, right? So I wondered what the hell John Gruden and Derek Carr talking about. And I'm sure there's a lot of shit going on. I bet John Gruden's telling him, you know, hey, man, fuck that motherfucker. He don't know what that is. Do your thing. Do your thing, Carr. You know, just fucking go out and do your thing because they're ruining you, man. You're the leader of the Raiders, man. So uh, I hope Derek Carr, I just hope he goes and kicks ass, man, and does his thing. All right, I love you guys, man. I love your show. Go Raiders. Ah, oh, that's awesome, man. Good stuff, Frankie. Frankie, you're not a made man. We've known Frankie for a long time. We met Frankie at the draft here in Nashville. We met him in person, and he's been around our show for a long, long time and in the chat on the regular. Like, let's get some more calls in. Man, I would love to make you uh, uh, or have you be the next made man uh, here at Raiders Fan Radio. That'd be awesome, man. Um, uh, but, but great call out there. Yeah, John Gruden and Derek Carr are neighbors. Like, you don't think that they're talking over the fence? Like, a la Home Improvement, Tim and Wilson style? Like, I mean, they're, you know what I mean? And I love that. Like, and I hope that that's the case. I hope that he freaking told him, like, you know what I mean? Like, do your thing. You know what I mean? Like, just, just push back a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Thank you, baby. Vibrator. That's my, uh, my love, Valerie, there in the chat room. Drops a $50 donation in there for the One Nation Foundation. Thank you very, very much. That is awesome. That definitely uh, adds to our totals tonight from Frankie and Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and that will uh, definitely help us kick off uh, 2023. Thank you very, very much, uh, Vibrator. And uh, she is a Raider by association, but I think I think she's come to the dark side a little bit. You know what I mean? Just like, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we just, we kind of, we got we to gotta, we gotta pull all of our people in, our people that aren't Raider fan, like Miss Ebony Graves, like, yeah, she, that 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 old fandom, that old team you used to root for, not anymore, man. You're 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 coming into the fold. You're now a member of the dark side, and I think uh, I think Valerie is following suit as well. And so, and thank you uh, again, my love, for that uh, very very kind donation to the One Nation Foundation. All right, next up, let's check in with uh, my cousin and yours from the Pacific Northwest. Let's go check in with uh, one of the founders of this show. He is my cousin Sonny. Hi, Murph. Hi, cousin. Cousin Sonny. Come, I called you. From, <laughs> I called you Cunny. <laughs> Let's try that again. Hi, Murph. Hi, Sonny. Cousin Sonny. From the left, best coast. What's up, made men? What's up, Michelle and QB Jeff and Swag Jeff? The uh, in-studio people with you there, Murph. Murph, I'm pretty calm right now. You know why? Murph, I figured some shit out. Here's the deal. Uh, we are to blame for all of this. You are to blame. I am to blame. Michelle and the, and the Jeff brothers and, and all the made men and everybody listening to this show right now is to blame for where the Raiders are. Because most people in life, yourself included, really don't change unless you have to change, right? Who voluntarily chooses not to eat red meat no more? Unless their doctor said, yo, you're going to die if you don't eat red meat or if you stop eating red meat, right? And so, like, people don't change unless they have to change. And as long as we as Raiders fans keep saying commitment to excellence, just win, baby, go Raiders, and all the fun things we all have been saying, 
There's no need for Mark Davis to do anything different. We are to blame, not Reggie McKenzie, not Derek Carr, not Jonathan Abrams, not Gruden, not Dennis Allen, not New Jack, Hugh Jack City. We are to blame because we come back every year and push the f***ing button for the cocaine to be dispersed, and we hang out in our little Raider rat cages doing the same f***ing Raider rat things we've always done. We get all hyped up in April, May, June about what we're hearing and who we're signing, and we f***ing are shocked and surprised in the fall. We're f***ing idiots, Murph. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We've been fooled now for f***ing 30 years. We've had two seasons in the past 20 years with more than 10 wins. The team is a shit show. They've always been. And outside of the two anomalies of the two times we've had 10 win or more seasons, in 20 years, we've had basically 18 losing seasons. We are to blame. And Mark Davis's name is never brought up. Why is that? Why is it always everybody he hires and never him? McDaniels is an idiot. I can tell that from my f***ing couch. Mark Davis can't tell sitting, sitting with him? Come on now. Nothing's going to change until we as the fans make it change. Oh, my gosh. Cousin Sonny. Cousin not wrong. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Wyoming Raiders says, how do the Raiders make you feel? A book by Sonny. Uh, let's see. Michelle in there says, uh, he's not wrong. We've allowed this behavior. I know, right? We do this to ourselves, man. But let's, let's, we're afflicted with this stuff, man. It's the Raider Nation thing. It's uh, uh, win, lose, or tie. Raiders till we die, right? Like, it's, it's, it's not a choice. Uh, the choice has been made, and, and we're just living it out. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy up there in Jersey, good friend of the show. Let's hear from our friend, Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh, living that Miami move, Italian-style life off of Raiders Fan Radio, Young Swaggo, and the F-bomb sommelier, Michelle Sweat. <laughs> this is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. <laughs> And how do I fit all of this into three minutes? Um, there's a serious disconnect going on, and now it's, like, even more visible. You can see it on Derek Carr's face. You can hear it in the interviews from him and Devontae Adams. You can just see it in the interaction with the, uh, with the coach, whether it be disconnect between the coach, disconnect between the players at times, I think Lincoln Kennedy said it best when he was talking about the offense. It seems like there there are individual spurts here and there of greatness, but they're not doing it as a team on a consistent basis, you know. And part of that stems to the coach for me. Uh, most of that stems to the coach. Now, D.C., he has some passes that he got to get rid of. He, he got to make, you know. He's struggling right now, and he's got to get better, and he can be better. He shows spurts of it in the game. So that's what lets me, leads me to believe he hasn't lost it. Um, Devontae's got to catch some passes. The offense, what bothers me, when they, are they watching film? You know, the Jaguars, they, they crashed the run on first down, but he was still trying to press that run up the middle. You know, you got to do more than that. You know, um, also, they got to they they got to stay on task, you know. When DC was yelling at one of the players, that was an issue. Um, a couple of times, Thayer Mumford 
on that pass on the sideline to um, Devontae Adams. There, Mumford has one guy in front of him, doesn't block anybody. What are we doing? You know, you just let him run up the middle, free run. Defense, they got to stop looking like a daggone open cash register in a um, room full of thieves. They they have to stop that. You know, I don't know what the hell they're doing. And then Patrick Graham, what are you doing on on that side of the ball too? Are you watching film? Film would show you that um, Lawrence, he likes to get the ball out fast. So on third and five, why the hell do we have a soft shell coverage with guys off the ball like seven to ten yards? Just give them the first down, why don't you? You know, but – it's just a, a myriad of things from the top to the bottom. There, there has to be some some correction in the in the disconnect. Hopefully, this week we get it right. We need more. <laughs> Peace. All right, there he is, Rev Rainer. I love it. I love the film breakdown. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we're not analysts. We're not former players. We're not, you know, well, Jeff Murphy is, but uh, QB Jeff is, but uh, you know, normally we don't break down that kind of stuff and getting that, that, uh, um, that, that theme of analysis or whatever. But I thought that was very insightful from Rev Raider and, uh, and definitely kind of opened my eyes to kind of some of what's going on, man. And, and, and absolutely like you would think like, like, or even like a sunny kind of joke. Like if I can see this stuff from my couch, how come you guys can't see this and you're coaching the team or you're, you know, directly invested in the team or own the team or whatever. So uh, anyways, great stuff there from, uh, from our buddy uh, Rev Raider. All right. We got one more to get to tonight. Uh, we're going to get to the Mengus boys and then we're going to award a sizzler. So uh, before we get into this last call, when uh when well mosh used to always award the sizzler uh then it went to jeff and so when when jeff's not here uh it would it would be the chat room because it, it falls on me and i don't want to name a, a sizzler although i got a couple names written down here um but so think about a chat room who you think gets the sizzler tonight that's the best email or phone caller of the night and so i'm going to go ahead and check in with the mangus boys and be thinking about it who you want to be the best of the best tonight and there's amazing competitions we had some great calls and emails tonight Good afternoon, Raider Nation, or good morning, should I say. It's uh, Daniel Mangus calling from Fremont, California, with a very special public service announcement. It appears our Raiders have forgotten how to beat opponents with a double-digit lead. So Matthew and I would like to send this wonderful public service announcement. First, on the first touchdown, is the running knee. Then, the RKO. And then, after the second touchdown, as they start to get up, you take a chair to their back. And then, as they get up again, for the, for the field goal, you hit them with the chair again. And then, as they get up for the touchdown, you let them get up. You give them hope. It's now, it's now coming in now. And then, as I talked about, you get home right away. And then, as I get up, you give a full of RKO! And then, as I get up, you kick him down again. Then again. Then again. And then, you sit on your foot, and you stroll. Victoriously. Somebody tell Josh and Tanner that's what he needs to do. Now, if you excuse me, I'm on my way to the hospital. I'm pretty sure Matthew has some broken bones. Okay, bye. 
There we are, Matthew and Daniel Mangus. Appreciate you, fellas. And so, uh, all right, so we award the Sizzler Award, so be thinking about it, who, who you got tonight. Uh, Tide Raider says, a lot of heat tonight. Absolutely. We've got some great emails and phone calls. So for the emails tonight, we had Daniel Mangus was in there. Uh, T-Hom was in there. Uh, of course, our, our, our good friend Paul, who's the capo of the emailers, was in there. Silver and Black Mac was in there. Silver and Black Mac with a great email uh, in there. And then a, our, our good friend Tide Raider was in there. And then in terms of the phone calls, we had CPA Joel, we had Josh in the 703, we had Donovan, we had Miss Ebony, we had Animal Mother, we had Mojo, we had Lala Meloso, we had Frankie Mosqueda, we had Cousin Sonny, we had Rev Raider, and then of course we just wrapped it up with the Mangus Boys. All right, so uh, let's hear from you Raider Nation, who do you, who do you got? I'll tell you who two of my favorites were tonight was Miss Ebony was Silver and Black Mac. I thought was great with his email. In fact, he, he earned his way right on up to becoming the next made man in here. And then Lalo Meloso, the production value of Lalo was fantastic. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's hear from y'all. Let's let, Who do we got in there tonight? Um, I love all the respect going on in there too, by the way, uh, tonight for all of our uh, our servicemen and service women. Uh, Capo called it out there. Uh, uh, Animal Mother, uh, Aaron Denning, uh, Mojo, Uncle Mosh, Ramon the Meme King, Donovan uh, talks about a lot of the folks that were uh, that are responsible for protecting and serving uh, the freedoms in our country, and we love you all so very much and what you do uh, when you go to work every single day or or or, or did when you were active. Uh, my my son Tristan is active right now. In fact, he's down in Gulfport, uh, Mississippi, uh, down there with the Navy in the Seabees. And uh, so we appreciate you all very, very much. That's very near and dear to our heart. Um, all right. So, uh, okay, looks like Miss Ebony. Miss Ebony looks like she's kind of running away with it. Uh, so let's definitely, let's go with that. Let's, and I'm going to throw it in there too. Let's go with it. Well, let's go for a two for Paul. Let's go for Miss Ebony and let's go for Lalo Meloso, this week's Sizzler Award winners. <laughs> Great stuff there, y'all. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland From The Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Hollins is on the team. Derek throwing the ball. All right, and we appreciate you all so very, very much. Tide Raider is in there. Uh, says all love and respect. RFR family, all love and respect back at you, my friend. Uh, Lalo Meloso is in there. Uh, congratulations on your Sizzler Award and, and also a very, very happy anniversary. Paul is in there. PSP Raiderette. Uh, let's see. Wyoming Raider is in there. Aaron, uh, there's a lot of, they've got multiple Aaron's now. So we got Aaron Denning, who's animal mother. We appreciate you, uh, Aaron. And, and, and hey, one more. And you're the next made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. Miss Ebony is in there. Vibrator. My girl Val is in there. Uh, Raider Gill is in there. Unholy Roller Frankie is in there. Matthew Mangus. Uh, let's see. What's we got? Michelle Sweat, of course, is in there. Ron the Mater Raider holding it down. Uh, we appreciate you all so very, very much. We love you guys. And I appreciate your support of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, I appreciate everybody that, uh, the, as, all of you that hung in here for this live show, for this, uh, uh, this is a selfie. And um, man, 
Let's see if we can beat the Colts, huh? Got them at home. Let's not let the revenge tour continue with Gus Bradley. But I'm worried about that defense, Raider Nation. They're like 13th, ranked 13th or something like that. But anyways, uh, but most importantly, remember this. It's not about the on-field performance. It's all about your fellow members of Raider Nation because we are truly undefeated. And that's what makes all this stuff worth it is like we can, you know, rant, rave, and get all pissed off about the football team. But uh, when it comes to each other and the time spent together, uh, that's the most important thing. So I'm just going to continue to focus on that. I would encourage you to do the same thing. Look forward to seeing you all in December uh, when we present that check for ten grand to the Boletnikoff Foundation. Uh, 100% because of you guys and your contributions to our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation. Thank you all very, very much. We love you so much. And uh, so uh, for my co-hosts who are absent tonight, Michelle and Swag Jeff, love you guys. Uh, can't wait to get you all both back in the fan cave. Uh, just not as much fun without you, but still, thank you for, And I, but this is still a blast. I still love Raiders Fan Radio and, and it's because of everybody and the support that you give us. Lencho in there with a $5 donation. Had to burn my clothes on Sunday because the Raiders violated me on Sunday. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Thank you, Melencho, for that uh, donation. We appreciate you. Uh, yeah, like, subscribe, hit the buttons, make comments, tell your Raider friends. Anywhere you can find a podcast, just search Raiders Fan Radio. Check us out on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. That's it. I'm done. Love y'all. Peace. Derek, your bullshit may sound like poetry to you, but to everybody else it sounds like just what it is. Bullshit! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.